Hello, everyone out there on the internet. Normally, our show begins with a story that goes with our show's topic, but as you may already have guessed, today's opening will be a little different. I know I don't often speak in the first person or even tell real life stories in our introductions, but today our story begins with my life. In real everyday life, I edit stories. Sometimes they're novels, sometimes they're flash fiction. One genre I've done work with repeatedly is historical fiction. Each time I come across a historical fiction piece, I'm surprised by the many misconceptions people have about our timeline as a species. We may view ourselves as intelligent and advanced as compared to other Earth mammals, but we're horribly forgetful. Most people have no idea when exactly music was first recorded, or when we began paving roads, or when mirrors were invented. It might surprise you to hear this, but many people who write about historical times don't bother to look up specifically when notable buildings or monuments were erected. Yet, it's obvious that everyone who writes about the wonders of the world are deeply fascinated with how they've come about. And what world wonder has captivated minds and imaginations more effectively than the pyramids? The world over, there are over a thousand pyramids on Earth, not counting ziggurats, which could be an episode unto itself. These structures are massive and massively impressive, considering they were built in eras devoid of modern machinery. Archaeologists and anthropologists the world over have attempted to explain how these structures were built millennia ago with only human and animal power to work with. And of course, this confusion has paved the way for many a conspiracy theory regarding the productions and purposes of these structures. So many, in fact, that I'll have to condense them. We're about to get into everything from aliens to the afterlife, so sit back and grab your popcorn. This is Sage, Skeptic, and Storyteller. Welcome to the Triple S Podcast. I'm Jen. I'm Ellen. And I'm Annette. And today we've got a very captivating topic, which is the pyramids. Um, I know. Yay! I know, right? Ooh. Pyramids. I love the pyramids. Who doesn't love the pyramids? Everybody loves right. them, I don't, right? I don't, exactly. Nobody, I don't think there's one person on earth who would look at the pyramids and be like, eh, that's kind of lame. Like, they're I impressive. Know. Breathtaking. Yeah. Mysterious. Well, and you <laughs> saw that, you saw the pyramids in Egypt, I did. I saw the, yes, in 2007, I believe, is when I went out there. And uh, yeah, I don't know if you want me to go into detail on that now or later, but it was it was wild to be so close to them. Like, they're huge, you know? You, it's just, it's amazing to think that they were built so long ago without, you know, any kind of modern technology that we have now. I mean, I, I don't even know if we could build them with the modern technology we have. So, yeah, yeah. It, it was really cool. The, the one thing, though, that I wasn't expecting was that they're they're very close to uh, the city right there. I mean, like, they're literally, you know, a, a block away. <laughs> and I always pictured oh, them wow. way out in the desert, you know, because that's <laughs> what you see. You just see those photos taken from that side. But if you take a photo from the other side, you're going to see a ton of vendors selling shit, you know, plastic trinkets and, and uh, <laughs> you know, restaurants, tons of people, garbage everywhere. I mean, it's uh, wow. Uh, there's a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a very busy area. <laughs> tons of tourists, of course. But yeah. And, and I got to ride a camel. So that was cool. Oh, cool. That's cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's awesome. Did it bite you? Yeah. No, oh, <laughs> it did <okay>. spit though. <laughs> <laughs> My gosh, yeah. I can't imagine so, yeah, I, like going all the way over to Egypt and being like, I'm going to see the pyramids because I would have thought exactly what you had said, that I would have walked through like miles of desert or maybe they even have to drive you out to see this, you know, these sites. But no, you just so close to the city and it's right and there. There's apartments. About. Yeah, there's a there's apartment buildings like two blocks away from the pyramids. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But still so very, cool. very impressive still though. I have a lot of respect for them, you know, just being yeah, there. I, 
wild. I think Egypt is the most famous for the pyramids. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I have a question for you, ladies. Mm-hmm. What country has the most pyramids in the entire world? Oh, shit. Mm. Trivia. Oh, crap. Oh, um, uh, this is probably a trick question. Um, what country? Mm. Yes. Country, not continent. I know. I was like, maybe I could get off. I want to say like somewhere in South America. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. My brain went to South America immediately. And I'm thinking maybe it would be like Chile or Argentina. Nice guess. Uh, If you put together the uh, continents, then uh, South America has the most pyramids of any continent. However, the country with the most pyramids is Sudan. Wow. Okay. Oh, wow. How many do they have? They have 200, uh, I think 240, something like that. Wow. Why don't are, we ever hear they... about those? Yeah, what? Are they just like yeah. spread out around the country? Are they in groups of three? Like, what are those like? Uh, there's all sorts of different, ty- uh, you know, kinds. and But yeah, they have the most, they hold the most pyramids huh. in the entire world. That's incredible. Isn't that cool? That is amazing. You, I, I know you're not an expert on these, but I'm just curious. Do they know how old those are? You know, uh, they're still discovering like more pyramids all the time, especially in like Cam- <laughs> places like Cambodia, Mongolia, uh, South America. Rough. North America has a surprising amount of pyramids actually Mm. so there there are there are you know pyramidal mounds in north america built like native american style so um they they're they're not sure and uh, uh you know there are french archaeologists who like to say that you know who claim that they're older than they are car you know if you're using stone, it's really difficult to carbon date because the stone has been around since the stone has been around. You know, it's not a it's not a creative mm. material like so. Uh, that's that's so a little bit guesswork. More... Yeah, mm. it's kind of guesswork. It's built off of what kind of technologies that they think that mankind had at that time, but that's also being constantly challenged. And we're we've been discovering new settlements that you know. W- are more advanced than they should have been for the time that they were built. So, um, Mm. and that's taken from the very, I'm the skeptic. I'm, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm not on with like, what's his name? Graham Hitchcock or whatever. I don't know. Graham Hancock. Oh, Graham Hancock. I I find it, (laughs) I find it interesting, but he's not an archaeologist. He's just a journalist. So. Like, I think that's a really, uh, that's something that you really need to remember when (laughs) you uh, talk about him is he's a journalist. He is not an archaeologist. And so Mm -hmm. just keep that in your head. But, uh, you know, know, he is, he is finding people that have compelling evidence to support the theory that maybe mankind is older than they are. However, that's not been accepted by mainstream archaeology. Is that bad or good? I'm not sure. But I think the more things that we discover. What are the they more, hiding from know, us? Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, yeah, there's I, the conspiracy. And there, therein lies the conspiracy. Yeah. But today we're talking about the pyramids. So yeah, yeah. I've done a ton of pyramid research for this episode. I'm the skeptic. So I don't think aliens built the pyramids. Oh, just come, on. come on now. I personally on. don't. <laughs> You're just going to burst but, that balloon right now. Okay. But I, well, I'm the skeptic. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm the one who did the research. If you guys want to make me a believer, you guys got to do the research. They haven't, they haven't <laughs> proven that aliens fair. didn't help us build them, though. Like, mm, yes, that yeah. is true. That yeah. They haven't proved that aliens did not do it. I, mm-hmm. I, I would definitely agree with that conclusion. <laughs> However, uh, I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying that aliens believe it, but this is one thing in the ancient world that fascinates me and really makes me question a lot more than any other conspiracy in the in the world i look at the pyramids all over the world and i'm like 
come on, man. There's got to be something else here because, yeah. you know, the, the, how they were built is fascinating. And I'll go into a little bit of that and the mathematics involved in it because, you know, we think of ancient man as, you know, very primitive and not having deep mathematical understandings. But the pyramids prove that that's not the case. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. yeah so either mankind was more advanced than we think it was or aliens help us out. <laughs> I know, Maybe right? Both. We don't have yeah, any maybe. better explanation, right? Well, I, I, love, I love what Graham says. We are a species with amnesia. You know, it's true. We just don't know. We don't have enough evidence to know what life was like all those years ago. And it's it's fascinating to think uh, we, we could have been lied to all these strong, years. <laughs> we can't even come up with a whole bunch of evidence about what life was like like two hundred years ago. Oh come oh. on, we are reinventing the Roman Empire right now. Yeah, okay. and watching the saying, failure again. Have, have you yeah, seen people yeah, we saying totally that have the, amnesia. the the Dark Ages never existed or something like that? Have you seen people? Yeah, the, yeah, it's yeah. a blank day in the calendar. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, like it, it's all made up. Uh, like yeah. someone, we'll that, have to go then, into that. Yeah. Oh, we had to do an episode of that. Like oh, yeah. we're actually oh, in yeah. a different year than we think we are. I love that. Oh wow! <laughs> I think there's some people that think we're in the year one thousand right now, or somewhere yeah. around there. I think it was three hundred, about three hundred years that were uh, like added to history, is what they say. But that's hmm. sus. But yeah, we're not okay, talking so about what, that now. Sorry, ADHD. No, we're talking about pyramids, <laughs> and I want to tell you guys. We're, I'll go into the 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 math later, but I want to say Good. the first thing that really checks my uh, my belief that mankind just kind of went pyramids <laughs> is that like. In, unless we had some kind of connection and ways to meet other civilizations, if you look at where all of the pyramids in the world are and how far away they are from each other, I mean, the fact that they were in North America and South America and also in the Middle East, in England, in you know, Asia, everywhere, all these places under the sea in Japan, Mm -hmm. you know? So like the fact that pyramids are found all over the world and they are approximately the same age. This is Mm -hmm. something that really like, it makes me question a lot. Yeah. The, the actual narrative. Why were they so obsessed with pyramids? Well, did, did uh, are pyramids just a natural thing that humans make? So that's the question mm. that I have. Because they weren't supposed to have any communication between these areas of the world because they were so far apart and oh, they didn't have right. the technology to talk to each other, right? Yeah. So That's not taking how, into account the nomadic lifestyle of people of the past, though. I feel like we really are They would have had to take those designs. They would have had to take those designs with them. Hmm. Or just maybe memorize or like just have a rough idea like, hey, back where I'm from, we built this thing and, you know, it looked vaguely like this. And then they get some other person like who knows more about, you know, structures, how to build things. And they're like, oh, yeah, you just do it like that then, you know. But the mathematics involved in being able to build and the the engineering knowledge that had to move these giant pieces of stone yeah Yeah. i know so i don't think that that was just by verbal and there wasn't uh there were there was writing but Mm -hmm. you know we've never been able to find instructions on how to build a pyramid anywhere in the world that's weird so nobody we we haven't no blueprints just no (sighs) no and it could it could be because those blueprints or or other writings were you know, just washed away with time, burnt, literally doused into an ocean, dissolved. Like it's maybe the most destroyed them. Yeah, but I thousands. Do you think there'd be one? No. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I guess- like the flood myth. Uh, the flood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every culture, like 
not every culture, but most cultures have a flood story. Yes. You would think that if pyramids being a pentacle of religious expression in most of these cultures, that they would have a story assigned to that had they had this kind of oral blueprinting to be able to build them. There's not even any stories about what they were used for either. Not not, well, not no. only do we not have blueprints, but we don't really know. I mean, right? Didn't they used to think that the pyramids were tombs? And then later, mm-hmm. you know, they're like, oh, actually, we don't know. And then some yeah. people think it was like a battery or a water processing oh. thing. Or, you know, there's all there kinds of theories. <laughs> there are yeah. so there are many stories about but what do this Do we even know? Be. Like, that's what's wild to me. There's no evidence, no instructions. These cultures built all these things. They probably thought that cultures would use them forever for whatever purpose they had. And now we're just like, I think think they were all built (laughs) with religious purpose. And that's supported by the fact that there are hieroglyphs, like, in many different countries, supporting the fact that it was used for religious ritual. Religion so makes I, you do crazy things. It makes you uh, build giant structures. Well, and I think that I think that the pyramids were, in fact, used as a tomb, and that's kind of supported by another fact that I, you find with pyramids around the world. That's really interesting. Is that you know these ancient people knew the cardinal lines. They knew mm-hmm. north, south, east, west, mm-hmm. and where that basically aligned. They knew how to calculate for that. And then they faced it towards constellations or specific stars. Wow. Mm-hmm. So the layout, there, there is a theory that the layout of the Giza pyramids were, it, it embolized, it's the same layout as the stars in Orion's belt 10,000 years ago when the pyramids were built. And there are a lot of records to indicate that Egyptians had a strong grasp on, Mm, at the very least, stargazing and math. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you told directions. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you knew directions. What about all these other cultures? So you'd be able to see those stars really clearly, like super, (sighs) super clearly. That's what a lot of Mm -hmm. us just don't really think about is how much light pollution there is now and how few stars we can see compared to our ancestors who would have built mm-hmm. these yeah but what about all these other cultures that weren't as advanced as the egyptians wouldn't we know about their cultures too you know we could be like well they're still oh, yeah. aligned they're basically still aligned with uh uh very accurate geometry and they i know uh, so a, i'm a saying... majority of them well, a majority actually, of them are facing stars. But we know, like the I, opening right, of no, I, temples on the pyramids are looking at stars. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Uh, sh- or the shit. sun and the moon. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> no, oh, oh, oh uh, I was going to say to me, it makes sense that there was somebody else that helped build them because mm. you know but, dun, dun, but dun. also don't, don't we pretty much know though that the pyramids are way older than the egyptian civilization that we know of you know that was really advanced like i've heard some stat that's like cleopatra was born closer to the iphone than the construction of the pyramids or something like that so it's like well that was but that was modern egypt in that yeah, 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 yeah. That, that was yeah. I mean, I guess I'm just reminding myself, like, you know, uh, yeah, that the, the Egyptian culture we think of that was so advanced for their time, they're not the ones that built it, you know? And so these other no, thousands. No, they're predecessors. Right, exactly. Yeah, which we don't really know a lot about them, right? Mm, we know some about them, but we don't know, like, I, it's impossible to know everything because, right. you know, we're going off of hieroglyphs. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but yeah, yeah, these these other ancient civilizations that were there, somebody built them. But man, you know, maybe it was just uh, there was this whole advanced civilization that we can't even fathom, and it's just it it got destroyed, and there's barely any evidence of it. You know, the pyramids are literally the only thing that survived. But maybe they knew how that's to manage gravity. A lot and, of people, you know, yeah, that's. That's what a lot of people are theorizing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if they, you know, whatever, use the magnetic uh, energy of the earth to move giant objects. Sure, that makes sense to me. um, This this is kind of jogging my memory a little bit. Um, I remember reading an article some 
somewhat like recently, like within the last six months, I want to say, where um, archaeologists were were starting to redefine how they viewed the um, building of the Egyptian pyramids, because originally they had theorized that, you know, they had taken logs, like cut down trees and then rolled the stone hundreds of miles to its location but the more they started looking at it the more they realized that there terrain, wasn't enough trees there wasn't enough trees the terrain <laughs> would never have yeah, allowed for that sort of thing but there is something else that they realized when they really started taking a hard look at the land is that one of the Nile's tributaries I don't remember which um supposedly had moved over the over the millennia so the tributary mm. shifted and in its original position it would have been aligned with the source of these logs that they had theorized were used to roll stone and also to the location of the stone that they oh. had used to build the pyramids. So what they now believe is that the Egyptians were cutting the stone on site and then taking it down that tributary on boats or, ra or large rafts of some kind and floating it all the way down so that it was faster and easier for them. And then all they had to do was roll um, the logs. Yeah, How'd get it out. Those big stones, though. Mm. I saw a more fringe <laughs> explanation for this. Mm. Oh yeah, in that ancient ancient Egyptians used sound levitation to what? move the rocks. <laughs> wow, oh. sound levitation, and that the pyramids were basically a sound amplification system, an energy, a sound mm. energy amplification system. They're made okay. mostly of limestone. They also conduct electricity, which is really interesting. That is. And they have underground, they have an underground river underneath them, apparently. Oh. So yes. there's like a spring so, of some kind. So the water coming in, it, it basically, they said it, it, it could be, looked at as a old model of free electricity like Nikola Tesla's uh, oh, machine. That's very interesting. Yeah, I, I don't it was like a power I don't know plant. if I believe that. Yeah, like a I power know. plant. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't I don't really believe that. Well, but okay, like, so the, it's interesting. The pyramids the math kind of lines up. Mm -hmm. The pyramids in Giza, those are the biggest in the world, correct? Of all the pyramids? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, someone could fact check us, but uh, <laughs> so that's why they get all the attention, probably. Mm -hmm. They're just. But what about all these other smaller ones? Do you think they had different purposes? I mean, I know there's many different shapes and sizes that pyramids come in, but you're pretty sure that a lot of them were for tombs. Okay, so I want to uh, talk to you about the um, the. Uh, Teotihuacan. Whoa. <laughs> I hope I said that right because that's really it, it's it's really a tongue twister. Sounds good to me. <laughs> in uh in central Mexico. Uh -huh. Now, this is the temple of the feathered serpent. Oh. And uh this is the temple that is as associated with Quasicodo. Uh-huh. And Oh, Do you yeah, know about Quasicodo? Yeah, I've heard I've heard of yeah. Quasicodo, but like my brain's just not jogging on the actual story of this. Is it like, a, is it like a beast or, or deity? Uh, no. What, so Quasicodo was the deity that Ooh. brought uh civilization to the Aztecs. Ah, oh. there you go. Okay. Okay. So a god. Basically a, a god who came down in a boat from the sky. A boat from the sky, huh? And taught them civilization. Hmm. Okay. And there are... Uh, to an alien and a UFO. Yeah, well, yeah, some people think so, yes. But, uh... Yeah, the Basically... Boat. Makes sense. You know, yeah, so... There's lots of sculptures around the the this temple and which is you know a, a step pyramid and uh it's basically talking about this uh 
Quasicoro, who uh, okay. was the bringer of civilization uh-huh. after a flood. After a flood. After a world flood. Oh. A whole world flood. Wow. Okay. So, so well, the flood, <coughs> the flood you hear about in the Bible, that wouldn't have been back then. Correct. I mean, or was wait shit. Hmm, that's no, Old Testament, it, so maybe it would have been. It could. So, have it would been. be, and and there's a lot. There's there's more and more evidence that this ha- this actually happened in the Younger yeah. Dryas. Yeah, the Younger Dryas. Period. So the, so. the pyramids. So the flood happened, and then the pyramids were all built, and then something happened to all those civilizations. I a guess a flood. A flood. Another flood, okay. Yeah, they, they, no, they, no, no. There was a oh. after the flood, <laughs> the deity came and gave them civilization. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I and mean, that's the Aztecs. I mean, but that's now just I'm Aztec just saying thing. now. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's like, but we still just don't really know what they were used for. So something. Uh, they were, time. they were, they were all. Uh, they, uh, for the most part, they were all used for ceremonial purposes, and I think that there's a actual logical reason for this. Okay. Okay. In ancient times, to address all your people or to do ceremonies, for everybody to be able to see, you have to be up at a certain height. Like Mm -hmm. height makes you more visual. Yeah. Yeah. And so if you're going, even like in England, they had, you know, at, um, you know, the Buckingham Palace, Mm -hmm. the king or queen go out on the balcony. Mm-hmm. Right. right and address the people so that right. was par- part of what they did and so temples temple uh, pyramids are actually a very logical thing to build if you're building something with height mm-hmm. okay because they're very they're, they're very sturdy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you build one layer at a time and you can go higher and higher you know based off of the angles that you make your pyramid yeah and you know, so it's a very logical way to be able to get up to a certain height to do these kind of addressing your people or doing ceremonies or that kind of thing. It makes you more visual. So I think that makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You're right. It does. But, and I mean, people. But why would that occur more, more clearly, too? Because then, you know, your yeah. bodies aren't blocking your sound waves. Mm hmm. Yes, but so I, from a logical standpoint, I totally understand like why you would make an art, a, a pyramid structure. Mm-hmm. But my question is, how did these cultures that had no contact with each other make the same damn thing? Because mm-hmm. there are stepped pyramids in, in South America that look exactly like the stepped pyramids in Cambodia or Mongolia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I mean, so I how did that happen? Jen, yeah. kind of they, they have the step but... pyramid thing going on with the like long staircase going up. Like, mm-hmm. I know. Maybe yeah. since no. these structures were supposed to be free electricity, maybe they also had email. There you go. <laughs> there you go. They had it figured out before we did. They had email and Atlantis showed them how. Yeah, they must have been further along <laughs> than we knew. There must have been some way they were communicating. I mean, maybe or they're... aliens, or, or aliens, aliens. Like, or aliens. Honestly, that almost there, makes there more are sense literally. Yeah, mm-hmm. there are literally only two explanations. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Either, either mankind was way smarter, or mm-hmm. well, and and people traveled more than we give right. Them, yeah, than we told mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. because like. There were not really any high buildings until the first skyscraper. And then once people saw the first skyscraper, then they started making them in other cities. You know, yeah. it's not like skyscrapers just like magically happened all over the world without any communication or seeing what one was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. what was the blueprint that people saw? Yeah. How was it and- communicated? Yeah. So mm-hmm. either they were traveling more than we think that they were you know they had the capability to mm-hmm. which is likely i th- yeah. i think it's oh, like or aliens yeah or aliens or, or aliens. aliens and mm-hmm. i i don't know i think that we just just like 
adults tend to underestimate children. I think mm-hmm. we underestimate the people of the past. Yeah. Like, maybe maybe they could fly. Who knows? Maybe they invented some kind of devices and they had airplanes or, or whatever craft it's, that hovered. You know what? It's totally possible that hu- humanity had created because look at our technological acceleration over the past like a couple hundred years mm-hmm. it's been ridiculous yeah okay like but it's so it's possible that humanity got to some kind of level of that before and then mm-hmm. got wiped out yep. because let me tell you if <laughs> something happened if a world catastrophe happened if uh you know a solar flare did an emt uh, or no that's not what they're called. Or EMP or no? Shame. Thank you, EMP. Yeah. yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you. Like EMT. That's an emergency medical not, right? That's not right. Oh man. Close, close, but fail. Um, we'll be fucked if we get an EMP. Yeah, but how how many people in our civilization are going to survive that? And how many will be like, oh yeah, I remember how to make the internet happen again. Let's do it. You know, no, everything is lost. Well, well, you would first have to figure out how to feed everyone. Well, yeah, yeah. exactly. You go back yeah. to survival so, mode. Yeah, because, yeah, you know, hierarchy of needs. Right. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. You know, so base needs, clean water, yeah. base needs, edible mm-hmm. food. Yeah. And enough to, enough to fuel this population that we currently have on the earth, which is, that would have been a serious challenge. The only reason that we're able to feed everybody on Earth reliably is because we have transportation systems that allow us to move food and fuel all over the place at a ra- much more rapid pace than... But if you lose all electricity, you're mm-hmm. not going to be able to do that. Yeah. Yep. If you, we're completely Yeah, probably not. I mean, you might be able to still gas up the trucks and move food around, but you're not going to be able to yeah. refrigerate it as well, not given what well, we okay, have but, now. But imagine none of the stoplights work. Hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. All of a sudden like you're back to power outage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then you also have to move all the electric vehicles out of the way somehow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get them off the street you know because they're useless now they're bricks. <laughs> and then it just hybrids people ah. but yeah i mean certain things would still be in place for electricity like hydroelectric dams right like i mean certain things we'd still have sources it depends because the hydroelectric dams are like run using electricity and software programs. If we mm. had an EMP, the software would be burnt out. All of oh, those yeah. microchips would be burnt out. God, it's true. Everything is technical now. We're all so yeah. digital. Yeah, and and an EMP will fry. It'll it'll fry the chip. It'll you know. So mm-hmm. you unless you know case? how to make chips, yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, I wonder if you there's know what a movie safe. It's I I think some things might have a fail safe, but most things don't. No, I was just watching Office Space. Did you know that came out twenty five years ago? Twenty. Yeah. Shut up. And it yes, did not. And, <laughs> and in the movie, I realized they're not. There's no cell phones really. They're not. They have paper. They're just doing everything on paper, and it's like wow, yeah. we have come so far in just twenty five years. Every. I, I don't even have a printer because I don't ever need one, you know? Because yeah. you can just email stuff everywhere, fax exactly. it or whatever. We're so yeah. dependent on you technology. Could even take and- a, you could even take a picture and then send it via me- media message to somebody else's phone. Yeah, um, you never need paper, really. <laughs> there are a surprising amount of locations. And, and I learned this when I moved to a very small town from a city that not all places are outfitted the way cities are. Cities are built for efficiency and speed and accuracy. Mm -hmm. And older towns were built with different things in mind, like the logging trade or the railroad systems or coal mining. Um, So it's funny because they, you know, smaller towns they don't have as much technical ability. The The technical ability is out there. I mean, you know, they could utilize it, but a lot of them don't 
seem to, or at least well, not they'll probably here. fare they'll probably fare better in a collapse situation than in a big city. Honestly, I would yes. hate to live in a big city if the power went out for oh months. yeah, get me no, out of there. No, yeah, no. so that's yeah, just how our world sister, is now, though. I mean, my sister, well, you don't even have a it just lost power for like days on end because of something that could have been fixed in a smaller town within oh, hours did Jen freeze? but because of the congestion and the amount of people who uh -oh. were impacted it didn't get fixed too quickly you know like so losing power in a big city is kind of a big deal losing power in a smaller town things mm -hmm. kind of turn around a little differently i've noticed well it'll be yeah. interesting to see well, what happens with us all this to say, yeah. you know, this could have possibly happened to human humanity all that mm -hmm. time ago. Yeah. And then, you know, you go back to the basics like mm -hmm. farming, like you uh, mm -hmm. so many of us would have to learn how to like farm and hunt and everything again to get food. That yeah. would be you know? overwhelming and I will like I'll tell you, I'm the kind of person who I don't know how to say no to challenges. <laughs> I, I don't know how to stop when I'm ahead or not dig the hole so deep. Like I'm one of those people that goes all in or nothing on a lot of things. And so when we got, when we um, bought our first house, I'd never been in a position where I could garden before. And when the very first year that we were here, of course it was, you know, like, all right, it's go time. I'm going to, learn everything there is to know about backyard farming <laughs> and oh my god it was such it such an overwhelming rabbit hole like oh, the right. amount There's of things so you have much to, to know. know yes so much to exactly. know so many supplies to purchase so many you know things to have just in case and how do you save this but you wouldn't even and... have those supplies no. If the world exactly, you'd be starting from scratch. You'd be starting from scratch. Yeah, and so mm -hmm. in a collapse scenario where most of the world is dead and you're a tiny percentage of humans left to survive, you're just thinking about how to stay alive for the next day. You know, like you're yeah, not you better know about... what plants are native to your area because oh, those are yeah. the ones. That, you know, those mm -hmm. are the only ones that you're going to be able to grow. I mean, I can't even imagine, That's you imagine true. how stress, how stressful that would be to be one of the last humans left on Earth, and you're just like, "What the fuck do we do now?" Like, I wonder if they realized, yeah. "Oh, we need to repopulate this place," and you know, or, or it's just wild to think about. I don't know. I think if I was the last one of the last people on Earth, and uh, I would be like, "Let's not repopulate this place." Yeah, maybe we deserve it. This last time. round of, you know, I watched mm -hmm. humanity on the last roundabout, and mm -hmm. I think we can go extinct. Yeah. We're good. We're good. Yeah. We had a good run. Yeah, we had a good run. Failed a lot. We learned a lot. You know, I don't, know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know though if we would do better next time. It's really sad, but like, if you just look at human nature, how fucked up this place is. Not to get on yeah. a really depressing note, but it's like, shit. Yeah, but we made yeah. big buildings. Yeah, and those those shareholders really got those payouts. Woo! Yeah. yeah, well, you know what's interesting? It you know what's interesting is if if the world went to shit, you know, are these large scar skyscrapers and stuff? They wouldn't survive, but the pyramids would. I know. That's just true. remember that. that hilarious. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because so, they're built so densely. Yeah, those I things mean, are tough as fuck. They're made of rock. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, rock doesn't go away very quickly. It erodes yeah. after, over a very long period of time. Yeah. But steel yeah. buildings, yeah. they'll be gone so, in no time. They'll yeah, break they'll down. and fall apart. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. so, so whoever built the, these kind of pyramids... You know, maybe that's the materials they had, or maybe they were like, this is durable and it'll yeah. last forever. Mm -hmm. They understood stability. Yeah. Well, I mean, if I, I would assume that they understood stability because like the mathematics involved in even creating the pyramids, you know, are astounding. You know, the mm -hmm. accuracy 
mm-hmm. in cut the the stone cutting <clears throat> for the it, it's like there's only yeah, a like zero point four percent difference like mm-hmm. in uh the scaling. Mm-hmm. Oh, it, how it's, accurate it is! It's amazing. Well, it's if I wanted to like I'm somebody who doesn't know how to how to build things. I'm not like a handy person so if i was gonna you know say all right i'm gonna build like a mini pyramid in my front yard let's just say Mm -hmm. that i have this weird pyramid hobby i'm obsessed so if i were gonna do this and i and, and i was determined to do it without a whole lot of tools i would recognize pretty quickly i i would need some kind of a guide or like measuring like something to measure the the stones by so I think Mm -hmm. my first instinct would be to create something that I could then use as like a kind of stencil, a guide to create, Okay, but to replicate it. But you also have to remind, remember that the trigonometric principles Mm -hmm. that you would have to understand to cut each stone layer to the exact 51 degree angle at Mm -hmm. which the... A, you know the pyramid stands Damn the true. the calculations mm-hmm. for that i know that is could crazy. a high school student do it with their like with their calculator that's in question but yeah. these ancient people did it yeah that's pretty crazy it must that have been is, alien that is technology nuts to think about when you like so i can understand how they got like the stones all the relatively the same size with within a narrow margin but yeah, but the- they're not the same size. That's what I'm saying because you have to remember that they're angling, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The ones on the yeah. So they're not the yeah. same size because you have to get you. You're. It's not that your base is going down in mm-hmm. time. You're creating sloped sides. So one layer is not going to be the same measurements as the next layer, which is not going to be the same measurements as the next layer. And you have to think of that in mm-hmm. three dimensions constantly. Wow. Yep. Mm. How did they do that? Somehow. This is <laughs> obvious. Yeah, obviously they did, and we do know that you know the Middle East has was very very well founded in math in mathematics, and mm-hmm. you know the number system that we use is the Arabic system. So right, you know, yeah, they're Arabic numerals that they're from the Middle East. So we think of the Middle East as this like you know really tribal and not advanced place. Which is I, un- incorrect. It's, it's absolutely incorrect. Yeah. They, like the, the civilizations of the Middle East were the most advanced in the world. And mm-hmm. even even if you look, you, people think Afghanistan, Iraq, Iran, look at them. Like they're just tribal. They don't know what's going on. Go back and look at pictures of Iraq, Iran, and Afghanistan from the 1970s. They oh, looked yeah. like us. They looked exactly mm-hmm. like us. The cities looked like our cities. I've seen those photos and it Me is too. striking the it's resemblance, wild. like the even yeah. down to the body language of people, how yep. similar mm-hmm. ev- people in general are. Yeah. Crazy. Even over time. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I, uh, I, I like to think about, you know. The, the, these mathematical principles and you know like yeah. ancient mankind was freaking amazing mm-hmm. i gotta say yeah. but somehow we, we before it we <laughs> but before we end this wonderful conversation we have to talk about the pyramids in antarctica i was yes. gonna say i don't think we mentioned the antarctica pyramids yet and those I are was wild going, at one point when you were talking about how like you know stone doesn't erode very quickly I was thinking about the pictures of, uh, you know, the aerial photos that we were looking at earlier with the pyramids in Antarctica compared to the ones in Egypt. And the Antarctic pyramids are extremely eroded in comparison. So you would think that, I mean, obviously the weather is drastically different the the conditions are different probably the stone type is different so i don't know how to correct for all of that but it seems like the antarctic pyramids would have been really really old in comparison to the egyptian ones well yeah plus they look a little shittier too like the tops of them are (laughs) not straight (laughs) you know i i think it was their rough draft like you know yeah 
Antarctica. God, get it together. Your pyramids are shitty. They thought they could hide it. They thought they could hide it from us, but we're on to you. We see. I know, but it is striking how similar to the layout of the Egyptian pyramids these Mm -hmm. structures are because they're all about the same angle, about the same. Like it almost looks like a, a duplicate of the Orion's belt layout. Oh, and it's it's really interesting because uh, Egyptian mythology also talks about you know the gods, the deities coming down from in their boats. Yeah, from, really? from the sky. Yeah, oh, yeah. There, the mm-hmm. ancient G- Egyptian mythology talks about this too, and o- uh, the Orion's belt is connected with Osiris. You know, mm, the, and ah. who is. I believe he was the god of the underworld. Something and like then that. Sirius mm-hmm. A a lot of uh a lot of the a lot of the pyramids and stuff use the star Sirius and mm-hmm. um I believe that that's I, uh, it, Isis it's one of it's one of those gods but like mm-hmm. and uh so they're the stars lining up with them had they did have direct, uh, like, connection to the afterlife. Interesting. Which is interesting. <laughs> but, Ooh, so, maybe... Wait, wait. An- are the pyramids, what? are the pyramids soul traps? Oh, oh. my gosh. What? <gasps> Hold on. Wait. Guys. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, if the moon is a soul trap... Uh-huh. The moon is between, what, two planets? Uh, the sun and well, Uranus. Well, I, well, it is between Uranus, but like uh, the closest, the clo- the clo- it, it, it does become, it does come between uh Earth and Venus, but we're leaving Venus Earth. out. But like Earth and Mars. Yeah. Mars. Did you know that satellite pictures, like not satellite pictures, but like uh pictures of Mars that were mm-hmm. taken from uh, space shuttles and stuff. They believe that they see a pyramid on Mars. Stop. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> ah, Mars oh is a soul trap, too. It's there a soul trap. <laughs> there is a, a mountain shaped like a pyramid on Mars. You know oh what? It's the soul trap for billionaires who want to go to Mars. <laughs> but if, <laughs> but if... That's the one. Yeah. But if, if the moon is hollow... And it's and and it's collecting all the souls for energy, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe the pyramids aren't soul traps, but they are the signal to send the souls to the moon. Oh. Or there's a pyramid inside the moon. There you go. Yeah. Even better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they were all built over the top of things like natural springs and stuff like that to collect sound mm. and and possibly electricity, because if you're if you're thinking about or hide the fountain of youth or hide <gasps> the fountain of youth. Yeah. Well, you know that it that that actually made me think of something. I've also read about like a whole bunch of other caves and and like hollowed out structures inside of mountainous rocky terrain where people mm-hmm. have created these areas that are usually really close to natural springs or sitting right on top of them or incorporate them in some way. And the structures are all hollowed out and built so that they um, utilize, they create a certain like note or key. There's like, and they're, they're (gasps) boiling it down to sulfagio frequencies and how they, there's a theory that ancient people used to use sulfagio frequencies to heal their bodies and that it, it was just an old form of medicine um, well, we all of use. the chambers, all the chambers in the P- Great Pyramid actually uh, well, create different pitches and sounds. And ah, so they believe that. Yeah. So they believe that that's uh, one of the uh, uses for the Great Pyramid. Of Some healing. people believe that. How they yeah. figure out how to make that? That is just wild to me. It has to be alien technology. Well, I mean, you didn't so, have come on. You're talking about the internet. I mean, what are you going to do all day? You got to think about <laughs> stuff, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but you talked about like uh, tunnels in, in hot springs and mountains and stuff. Apparently, there are 
bunch of tunnels inside of Mount Shasta. And Mount oh. Shasta ha- is famous for UFO shit. sightings. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, isn't and Lake like, Shasta. Uh, isn't there a magnetic vortex somewhere near there? Yes. Just like there yeah. is near yeah, 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 yeah. The, yeah, the Oregon vortex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's the Oregon that's a, vortex. That's a cool area. And isn't there a Northern California one that's kind of close to Sh- Shasta? I don't know. Shasta's weird. I used to live in Shasta Lake City. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I, I've been to Mount Shasta many, many times. There's a lot of weird shit in that area. And I'm a skeptic. And But I, I you know, I've seen some things. Mm, so, yeah. you know. There's a whole. Uh, like, there's always an explanation. There are but, a whole bunch of people who think there's a relationship between the northern the northwest part of our coast and ufo sightings like there seems to be an awful lot of ufo sightings around the coastal range and well, we also have a lot of military bases mm-hmm. i know so. right so i mean oregon does not have a ton of military bases compared to other states like comparatively relatively few so but yes, there but is what that are those, <laughs> but what are those military bases in charge of we don't know mm, so, yeah and are there ones yeah. underground that we just don't even know about yeah in colorado there's definitely mm-hmm. a huge complex base under in colorado 100 percent. there are probably Sorry. little That's, i'm not everywhere. a skeptic that no it's like it it's like an underground city oh yeah, oh, so yeah. i'm not a skeptic yeah, Every this time, I'm not a skeptic of. I'm I'm totally, but they believe that the, there's humans and aliens working together in this in this facility. Oh and my I'm gosh. not going. I'm not going there. But yeah, they're there called dumbs. Definitely is dumbs deep underground military bases. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and that's where the interdimensional beings work and play, mm-hmm. and Please. then show up randomly in Florida on on. Uh, at you the know? mall yeah. yeah new year's day yeah <laughs> yeah that absolutely still, i mean that one still blows my mind after all the videos okay i don't believe aliens are possible oh well, i don't think aliens are coming to earth i think aliens are totally mm-hmm. possible because the universe is big and there's lots yeah. of different and there's lots of space i definitely think that there are aliens somewhere out there okay the the, the math on that just fits now I'm kind of getting onto the bandwagon of interdimensionary creatures, mm-hmm. beings, mm-hmm. Yeah. because that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. We are three-dimensional creatures who perceive time, which is the fourth dimension, mm-hmm. in a linear way. Mm-hmm. So we can't, we can't move freely along that line. We, we, we process that very linear. linear. Mm-hmm. And so if there are more dimensions which we assume that there are because you know we have different dimensions that we can see mm-hmm. you know we can experience up into the fourth dimension maybe we can experience more than that but we just don't know what it is and so i think that a lot of things that we see are probably interdimensional and we're seeing just like flashes of something as if we're experiencing time but we don't, it doesn't go linear for us. It's mm. just the point of interaction, the point I, of. I wonder that all the time when I see random people walking along the side of the road, I'm like, I wonder if that's a real person or if that's just a ghost that I'm seeing, you know, like you see people all the time. You're not always touching them. You know, you don't know if they're really there or not. Who knows? Well, like, and you don't know what always... an interdimensionary creature would look like. It, that know? too. Yeah. But maybe maybe they show up as people too. I don't I don't know. Maybe that maybe that tree maybe right there I'm looking at from another dimension. Maybe they are people whose brains had evolved to perceive time in a different way. Oh you know, and maybe maybe they're just natural time travelers. Yeah. I mean they can just there are but some of us humans ex- who are much more linear than others. So, like, there are people out there who who freely, much more freely skip around mentally, you know? ADHDers. What if we're the time travel? Oh, my God. What if what if we are the interdimensional beings? <laughs> what if ADHD is an evolution and not... But that's why... Isn't that what they think astral projection is? Is that... You're taken out of the three-dimensional, your three-dimensional body, but your brain is able to access 
different dimensional planes isn't mm. that what astral projection basically yeah I, I think so yeah like i think it depends on who's on on the believer of astral projection because i've seen a couple like they're all really close to that description but depending on if the person is more like spiritual or less spiritual then the details kind of get a little shifty on mm-hmm. what and how and why <laughs> Yeah. I totally want to try astral projection, but I don't have the patience. Oh, I know. I want to try it. I can and, barely and, meditate. Know, I barely have the you patience. You have to, to learn. meditate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to like I, train I can't your brain. Do it. You sent me that app and you said this will <laughs> help you with guided meditation. It doesn't help. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Every time they say something, my brain just like bounces to something completely unrelated. And then I just go down a rabbit trail and I'm like, oh shit, they're still talking. Like. Yeah. It's so funny. It's not for everyone. I cannot meditate. I like meditating, but I always start off on like some part of a meditation. Like I normally do guided meditation so I can at least try to meditate properly but what usually ends up happening is that I get into some kind of space that I view as like my personal brain space I don't know how to really describe it but it's like a bubble it's it's a big dark bubble that like I can move freely in I'm floating there is no ground there is no up down whatever it's just you're swimming and in your own little space. And mm-hmm. that I don't know what comes after that though. Like I know that I there's probably more that I could do there. But I don't. Mm-hmm. And there are other times I when I can no idea what you're talking about. There, <laughs> so what's really really incredible is when you start get like gaining the mental wherewithal to apply this to your sex life. I am telling you mm. right now, liberation, people. <laughs> Somehow we got into sex life. Taking a, a term. Yeah. On, <laughs> see, pyramids. Uh, Y'all want to have sex how, with aliens? Yeah. I got your hookup. I'll teach Somehow you how. Somehow it's all related. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm yeah. kidding. That is, that, that's not It all comes it. together <laughs> full circle in the end with sex and yeah, the pyramids. I, yeah, you know what? There, there actually is in sex therapy a, a, a whole uh, conversation about that, and we can get into that about pyramids. Yeah, what? The pyramids are... <laughs> I want to hear this. <laughs> like, what is this the whole sex and pyramids thing? Oh, maybe we should do a sex episode. Okay. Yeah, we'll do what? There's our teaser. Yeah, we can All talk right. about sex well, this was good. and pyramids. <laughs> yeah, no, pyramids pyramids appear not just in like, you know, physical form as mm-hmm. these buildings, but there's a lot that has to do with the human body that pyramids can relate to, to mm. uh, even like, uh, you know, the drama tri- uh, triangle and all yeah. sorts of things. Like mm-hmm. t- pyramids just kind of a- appear as a natural thing in, for people, yeah. you know. Yeah, they are natural. Maybe you're shaped. right, and it is some kind of really deeply seated. But you you realize that your face is attractive because it's an upside down pyramid, right? Oh shit! Look at that yeah, triangle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh. I'm like, ah, oh, crap. <laughs> That's why your eyes are wider than your mouth for most yeah. people, and people who who have that that triangular balance are found to be more attractive. That's why Mick Jagger looks super weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he well, looks like a kappa. He's probably an alien. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe he likes cucumbers. Oh, you know. <laughs> I mean, there wasn't there a whole conspiracy about David Bowie and that guy? Hmm. I don't know. Don't now remember I that, that one. Oh, no, I can't remember. <laughs> I don't want to. I, I don't want to look that up because I love David Bowie too much. Yes. Oh, okay, fine. Anyways, but yeah. So, uh, anyways, about pyramids. Pyramids are fucking cool, mm-hmm. and yeah, they uh, there's still so much that we don't know about them, and who built. Like, we really, really can't nail down 
who actually built any of the pyramids in question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you since know, we, there's no how. there's no <sighs> proof that aliens exist either, we can't even begin to like put any solid science on these theories about mm-hmm. aliens building. I mean, we have stories from ancient people all over the world of like, you know, sky beings, sky people with their sky boats and, you know, then you have like the I I believe it's the ziggurats in South America that have um the art on the side of them that look like spaceships or rockets and like little dudes yeah. in in astronaut well, masks. And those are in South America too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, mm-hmm. I mean, there's no way to, to put proof on any of this. <laughs> okay, guys. Pyramids are built by aliens. There you go. Are you on team alien or team uh, smart Ooh. humans? Oh, man. <laughs> That's a really good question. I'm, I'm going to go, go with humans were smarter than we think, but aliens helped them. Oh, crossbreed! I, like, I like the hybrid. I yeah. do. I that's, think that's how we got. That's smart. actually a good point because, and and also we haven't really you know talked about what aliens are and what they mean in this context. And it's possible that aliens are just super evolved humans that came from a completely different timeline that know how to time travel. So if that's the case, then I would totally be on board with Ellen's hybrid conclusion that aliens helped. And also people used to be smarter than we think. I'm going with humans are used to be smarter than humans, so um, yeah. I would love for any of those other ones to be correct, just because that would be so entertaining. It would be, but super fun. Could have been lizard people. Yeah, I mean lizard aliens. People. What are they? Are they are yeah lizard people? <laughs> All right, this is a great episode. Yeah, yeah. thanks for sticking with us, everyone absolutely thank you for being here we love doing these episodes for anybody who is interested in this stuff because we geek out on this um we have for a long time just you know weird theories and stuff like that it's fun to be able to to get on and share this with everyone so thanks for listening and we'll see you next time